Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yay! Yep, another week has rolled around in the bagpiping scene, and we are back again for another Big Rab Show podcast. It's hard to believe. This is episode 299. Oh my god! That's insane. Uh, yeah, next week we're rolling into the big one, episode 300, and... Uh, yeah, we've got quite a podcast lined up for you uh, next week. It's going to be quite an epic one. Uh, but uh, yeah, that'll probably be the last time we'll mention it at this point because I'm sure everyone is absolutely sick to the back teeth of me talking about episode numbers and all of that. Uh, but yeah, next week's episode 300. But let's get on with this week, shall we? Episode 299, the prequel uh, and all of that. Uh, well, yes, let's get through your introductions and all of that, first of all. If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then I'm... Um, <clears throat> Where have you been uh, at this point? Uh, we've been around for quite a while, <laughs> and we are that show for the bagpiping folk. So we reflect everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music or folk music, or yes, indeed, our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, for 299 episodes now, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Now, like every other podcast out there, yes, I know it's obligatory by now, but we do have a Patreon. If you would like to help support us, then you can do. You can go over there to Patreon, click on support, and uh, yeah, for your trouble, you do get loads, I mean loads, of extra content over there. Now, yeah, we have our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, which is two hours worth of live radio every week uh, that you can download and just take it with you and listen whenever. Uh, plus, we have episodes of Rab Show Plus. Uh, we've got exclusive interviews, performance, video clips, all sorts of great stuff over there on Patreon. Uh, we've got a great community over there. And, uh, yeah, I have to give a big shout-out to our Patreon faithful, by the way. You guys are awesome. Yeah, thank you guys for helping support the show. So, yes, why not consider being part of the Patreon faithful and clicking on support? Yeah, indeed. And help support your own wee favourite pipe and bass podcast. There you are. Alrighty, well, that's pretty much all the introductions and stuff out the road. Uh, well, yeah, for those of you that haven't guessed, yes, we are a bagpiping show. Uh, there has been a few people that tuned in to the Big Rab Show pod over the last few weeks and wondered... Uh, how come you are all talking about bagpipes all the time? What's, what, you know, do you not talk about current affairs and stuff? No, we're a bagpiping show. If you want current affairs and all that sort of stuff, then uh, yeah, listen to, I don't know, is that what Joe Rogan does and all those guys? Listen to all of them, but uh, yeah, we are very much a bagpiping podcast and very proud of that fact. So yeah, we will not stray off the path of the Highland bagpipes and all of that. Yeah, piping goodness is what we're all about, so that's exactly why we're here. Uh, so, yeah, if you do want current affairs, then <clears throat> there's plenty of other pods out there for that. There you go. Yeah, I've got some random emails this week about that asking. That was a bit odd. Um, <clears throat> anyway, let's move on. Uh, yes, with each podcast, we do like to start our show with listener mail. And as always, our email address has never changed from the beginning. 
It's bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, we always do encourage you guys to send us in emails and, uh, yeah, give us any commentary, any thoughts on the show, you know, anything we can improve or anything we can do more or less of, stuff like that. We always open the door to you guys. So, as we said, it's a two-way conversation, so please do get your emails in. We always love hearing from you. Now, we do have some listener mail this week, so I'm going to start with one we got from Andrew. Andrew McNair, he says, Hi, Rab. I've been enjoying the videos you've been putting up uh, over the vast majority of the last year on Facebook. Why, thank you, Andrew. He says, Anyway, I've started to tinker with the Blair chanter and started putting up videos on his Facebook page. Andrew McNair Piper. There you are. So a bit of a shameless plug, Andrew. He said he would greatly appreciate a wee shout-out if I am so inclined. So there you are. There's your shout-out, Andrew. And so also, yeah, he would love other people to go and check it out as well. There you are. So, yeah, I have to say, I know it's a shameless plug. uh, But, yeah, why not? Go and check him out. And Andrew McNair Piper on Facebook. So go and have a check out of his tunes. Thank you, Andrew, for sending that in. Much appreciated. There you are. Moving on. We got a nice little email in here from Cobra. Otherwise known as Andrew Heunigke. <laughs> Hi Andrew, how you doing? He's, he's, I started this in. Hi Rab and Co. I enjoyed catching up with this week's show. So yes, there you go. Talking about last week's podcast episode uh, 298 called Catching Up. Uh, it got me thinking uh, to share an item for next week's show. Okay. Uh, so he goes on to say, from the City of Chicago Pipe Band, they are excited to be presenting the Windy City Workshop. Now, this will be starting on Saturday, the 29th of October, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and, of course, will be in the Windy City Community Church in Chicago. Classes are being instructed by the band's leadership and players of the Grade 2 band, who will also instruct their Grade 4 band as well. Uh, so both bands are currently NWPBA Champion Supreme for the 2022 season, there you are. He said that's pretty much the same as the RSPBA's champion of champions. So, but I do like that champion supreme. I, I don't know. That sounds like something you'd get at a restaurant. You know, can I have the champion supreme, please? Uh, with extra cheese on the side. Class. Yeah, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, champion of champions in the MWPBA. There you are. Fantastic stuff. City of Chicago. Uh, he says, this is the inaugural event as we att- intend to make it an annual offering uh, with the 2023 date already ear- oh, I can just about read. Already earmarked for the calendar. There you go. In future years, they plan to expand to include featured guest instructors. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds interesting. In this year's uh, event, piping and drumming tracks are being aimed at pipers and drummers in lower competition grades, as well as players who mostly perform in parades, honour guards, etc., or just early in their journey and just want to get more from their experience. We also hope that to use these offerings to foster a more friendly and education-focused community among all the bands, pipers and drummers, throughout our region. Registration has already opened. It opened on September 1st there. Uh, so, yeah, tuition is US dollars for the day and seating is somewhat limited for each instrument. So for full details, of course, you can check out the Chicago Pipe Band everywhere on their socials. But, of course, their website as well, thechicagopipeband.com. Uh, and there's a link up there for the workshop and a course guide and everything. So all your online registration is all through the website. Go and check that out. ChicagoPipeBand.com. So there you go. Champion Supreme for 2022. I do like that. That's quite a cool title. Yeah, I think RSPBA should maybe change this Champion of Champions thing and change it to Champion Supreme. I like that. I like that. 
That's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Cobra or Andrik, for sending that in, man. I much appreciate it. Appreciate it. And quite an interesting event. I'd love to see how that develops actually in 2023. So looking forward to seeing how that yeah unfolds. Interesting idea there. There you go. All right, uh, we got a further email here from Dave. Dave Zimmerman. Uh, he's emailed in saying greetings for mini Minneapolis. There you go. I, I just about talk tonight. <laughs> There you go. For Minneapolis, I was listening to the catch-up episode and heard you mention two items that I want to bring up. Uh-oh. Are we into hater mail already? All right, okay. Let's go, Dave. Where are we going, mate? Uh, point one. Uh, you talked about the meeting system you have bringing players and bands together. What are your thoughts about making something similar for solos? I realize this is a very drum-centered thing, but I feel confident that we've all heard the laments of tenor and bass who have had huge problems finding people to play with them. I'm not sure the logistics would pan out, but it's a thought that I'm tossing into the ring as I try to prepare for Winter Storm. Okay, just to address your first point then, Dave. Yes, this is a cracking idea. Uh, We've tried it before with solo snare drummers, and again, yeah, we've... Come out blank, I suppose. We we find it very difficult matching the solo snare drummers with uh, pipers who can play for them at various events. And yet, you mentioned their tenors and bass bass drummers. Yeah, I can understand how their frustration as well because they'll have to get a piper and a snare drummer. Very difficult. Uh, we have tried it in the past, but not had much success with it. But maybe we could work at it a little bit better i guess you know the world solos are coming up i suppose uh, but I, at this point i'm sure all players will have their pipers and all of that in place so perhaps it's something we can work towards for 2023 so a good idea dave so is anyone out there by the way is any suggestions on how we could possibly get it to work better than what we've previously tried then get in touch with this bigrabshowgmail.com <laughs> all right on to your second point, Dave. Let's go. Uh, you also mentioned getting the Pleasanton media up soon. I've heard great things about Pleasanton. A good deal of it from your show, as I've not had a chance to go to it yet. If you have a chance, then come back over the pond. Then I'd love to suggest the Chicago Scottish Fest. Yes, the Scottish Festival Highland Games, of course. The Chicago Scots have heard about this. Yeah. So it's becoming one of the biggest competitions, uh, having upwards of 30 bands. I've been told that it's rivaling the North American Championship uh, competition in Maxville. I don't know if it's the same atmosphere as Pleasanton, but there's lots and lots of great music. That's my input. Thanks for the shows and happy 300. Dave Zimmerman. All right. Dave, to talk about the uh, Chicago Scottish Fest, yes, we definitely have our eyes on that one. Uh, That competition this past year especially did uh, really pique our interest. It was a huge entry of bands from right across. Uh, But at that time, uh, whenever that competition actually happened, we were actually double booked. I think there was was either a major championship on the same day or something like that. I can't remember what it was specifically here in the UK, but there was dates that clashed and we were unable to go. Uh, but hey, who knows what the future holds? If we can possibly get to any other competition in the US uh, next year, who knows? Who I have absolutely no clue. Our calendar currently is wide open, so if there's any games out there <laughs> that want to have us, absolutely, we'll go. Uh, as you heard previously, we've been to Stone Mountain, of course. Uh, we've also been to the Monterey Games. That was recently there as well, this past year. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if there's any competitions in the US that would love to have the Rab Show team out, then absolutely, we would love to go. And, uh, yeah, Pleasanton's definitely one of them. 
Uh, it's definitely, yeah, it seems to be quite a great competition. Now, as you mentioned there about getting the Pleasanton footage and everything up, I have to give a shout, actually, to Eric Evanhouse. Again, we mentioned him last week for filming all the bands and stuff for us, and he's an absolute legend. Yeah, we've said that last week, and we're saying it again, because he is a legend. Uh, but, yes, that episode of Rab Show TV is now up there on our YouTube channel and our Facebooks and all that sort of stuff. It's everywhere. You can go and check it out now, that episode of Rab Show TV from Pleasanton. It's all up there now. Uh, yeah, some thumping great performances, by the way, up there. That's all I'm going to say, but go and check it out for yourselves. Seriously, uh, we have uh, both the Friday... Or no, the Saturday and the Sunday. Think about, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, the Saturday and the Sunday uh, competition. and it, Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So go and check that out. Episode of Rab Show TV from Pleasanton. That was a lot of fun to produce. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's pretty much it for listener mail. Everything else that we've received in in our listener mail is all pretty much talking about episode 300. So I do have to encourage you folks, episode 300 is next week. We are actually, well, we're almost finished uh, producing it. So if you do have any last minute voicemails, any messages of support, anything like that, especially your voicemails, please do get them into us as soon as you possibly can. Uh, because as I say, we're about to wrap on episode 300, possibly within the next few days. Uh, so if you can get your last minute messages into us by, I don't know, the 6th or the 7th of October, maybe. Uh, yeah, and then we'll do our best to try and get them squeezed in on the edit. There you go. So episode 300, almost finished. And yeah, that'll be next week. But if you do have any last minute voicemails and stuff, do get them into us. Our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Alright, well, that's it for listener mail and everything. As always, like I've said already, uh, we do encourage a two-way conversation. If there's anything that we've covered on the show that you'd like us to revisit, or if there's anything that you think that we're dreadfully wrong on and we should do it again, or something that we haven't covered, then please do let us know, and we'll definitely love to hear from you. That's for sure. Alright. Let's get into the rest of the show then, shall we? Okay, you guessed it. After listener mail, what happens? Yeah. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Nomination. (laughs) Yep. I I know, it's a bit shameless, isn't it? But yes, this week's Word of the Week is nomination, and for good reason. Uh, but yes, you might have seen it on social media just yesterday as we're recording this. We have now officially launched the Big Rab Show Awards for 2022. Alrighty! Yep, the nominations are now open and what this means how our awards works for those of you who you know haven't been aware of how their awards works uh yeah we have categories every year and we throw the doors doors open to the piping world and we ask you guys to nominate your favorites and then if there's enough nominations received for your person your band your product whatever then they will hopefully get announced as a finalist and then it will go for a public vote And then the winner of that public vote wins the Big Rab Show Award. Now, we've been running these awards now for years. And I have to say, every year it just gets more and more hectic. 
Uh, so we are expecting this year to be no different because this has been a quite an odd year, uh, you know, post-pandemic and the return of competitive piping. So we dare say there will be a lot of very interesting nominees and nominations in here from you folks. So by way of <laughs> explanation as to why our word of the week is nomination is because we are now encouraging you folks to get your nominations in now. Please do not delay. Uh, I have to stress that. The nomination process will close on the 15th of October. All right. Now, you don't have long. Whenever you consider this is the 5th of October when we're releasing this week's episode, you really only have 10 days to get your nominations in. Any nominations received after the 15th will not be counted. I have to stress that. So, if in previous years at the Big Rab Show Awards, if your particular favourite didn't win, then my question to you is, as always, at the very beginning, did you nominate them in the first place? Yeah. Normally, what happens with the Rab Show Awards is whenever we announce our finalists, we get a slew of complaints from all over the globe saying, Oh, you didn't nominate my favourite. You didn't nominate my whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, but we didn't because we might not have received any for that person. And uh, your sudden complaint sprang out of the blue and uh, where was your nomination? So, yes, get your nominations in. If you want to see your favourite people, your bands, products, wherever, get them into us. I can't stress that enough. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We have a range of categories all across the board. And uh, yeah, we have to get your nominations into us as soon as possible. Deadline is the 15th of October. And as I said, anything after that won't be counted. And we will announce the finalists of uh, the Rab Show Awards on the 19th on our podcast. Yeah, so there you are. So you don't have long. Now, looking at our categories, we have Most Improved Band. Yeah, there's a lot of categories returning again to the Rab Show Awards as bands have returned to the grass and bands have returned to the circle. So, who do you believe will be the most improved band who is worthy of a Rab Show Award? Hmm. Also, we have Best Flourishing. Now, this is flourishing with reference to tenor drummers, tenor cores. Uh, yeah, we've got a few, a few nominations for drum majors, but this time we're talking about tenor cores, tenor drumming. Uh, so, yeah, we do want you to nominate a band in this category. There you are. So, best flourishing. We also have best venue. Yeah. Now, I know this year we've had a pretty limited calendar as far as competitions goes. Uh, but, yeah, if you had a particular favorite venue, then please do get a nomination in. So, if you enjoyed it in Pleasanton or even in Monterey or even at the Australian Nationals there at the weekend, that send us in your nomination. Yeah. So, Best Dressed is our next category. There's a lot of new bands out... Well, not not new bands, but a lot of bands out there with new uniforms, I have to say. And a lot of them look fantastic. So, dare say I will see a lot of nominations in that category. So, give that some thought. Any bands out there looking particularly dapper, then definitely worth a, worthy of a Rab Show Award. There you go. Drop that in. Yeah. Also, we have one of our favourites, which is Coolest Bass Drum. Which band do you believe has the coolest bass drum? Now, this one already, we've received a whole dose of nominations for this, along with the photographs as well, which is kind of cool, because it allows us to see the bass drum that the person is nominating. So, if you do have a particular favourite bass drum that you think is the coolest and deserves an award, then nominate them. Yeah. Our next category, then, is one for the Drum Majors. It is Drum Major of the Year. 
Yes. Now, I have to stress, now, it's not just our senior drum majors. This could be across the board, regardless of their age group or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, if you do have a particular favourite drum major and they believe, you believe that they deserve a Rab Show Award, then nominate them. There you are. Drum major of the year. Who do you think should come out on top? Then our next category, coolest drums. Yes, now, I know I've got my own particular favourites in here, although it's hard to choose. Uh, but, yeah, if you believe there's a band out there that have a set of drums that you think are the coolest and deserve a Rab Show Award, then definitely consider dropping in a nomination for that coolest drums category. Next one we have is best concert or live performance. Now, there has been quite a number of concerts and live performances since the doors of concert halls around the world reopened again post-pandemic. A lot of bands have hit the stage and um, not just top flight bands as well. Like we're talking some lower grade bands as well have through some stellar performances. So if you do have one that's a particular favorite and you think is worthy of an award, then please do get a nomination in. There you are in that category. Next category is probably one of the harder fought ones, and that is best social media. Yeah, now that one is quite tough. And again, I have to stress that ourselves and the Rab Show are not accepting nominations for ourselves uh, because we've came under criticism for that. Uh, We run the awards, which are publicly nominated, publicly voted, and we ended up handing ourselves an award every year. It was very awkward. Uh, So, yeah, we're not accepting nominations for ourselves. But if there is anyone out there in the social media space that you believe have been doing great guns for the piping scene in general, or, yeah, then please do drop them in a nomination for best social media. There you are. The next one is one that we have carried over from the pandemic. This was a bit of a favourite over the last couple of years. Uh, We've kept this category. Uh, So this is Best New Music Book or Collection. Yeah, Now there's been, again, a wealth of new music published over this past year that's definitely going to be worthy of a nomination, I feel, in here. So Best New Music Book or Collection. Quite an interesting category, that one, and a lot of people worthy of a nomination in there. So there you are. Definitely worth getting the thinking cap on for that one. Our next category, then, is Best New Product or Innovation. Now, as you'll hear in this week's Topic of the Week, we'll have quite an interesting innovation slash new product that we're going to be talking about and one of which is going to spark a bit of debate i reckon uh but hey it's a conversation worth having and that's in this week's topic of the week but yes if you have a particular favorite new product or innovation in the piping scene uh that you believe is worthy of a nomination or even an award then do drop it into us indeed Okay, we're getting into the big ones, the big categories that everyone wants to win. Of course, I'm talking about Best Beard. Oh, now this one has been hard fought over the years. Of course, we've had Gus Sickert, who's picked it up many times, of course, from Inverary. And in recent years, we've also had Andy Fusco, of course, from the Las Vegas Pipe Bands, who's picked it up a couple of years now, I think. So, uh, yeah, Andy Fusco, uh, Beard of the Year again this year. Who knows? Or will Gus come back and defend his title? Or will we have Brian May? I think Brian and the previous other winners as well. Hi, there's a wealth of bearded goodness out there in the piping scene. So if you do have a mate out there who has a particularly fetching beard, then do consider nominating them for a Rab Show Award. And who knows? They may well walk away with a Rab Show Award for their face of fuzz. There you are. Okay, next category then is Band of the Year. This one's always very hard fought. Now, I have to stress, this is not just your top flight bands, all right? This is not just your Inverary's, your Field Marshals, your St. Lawrence's, your Shots. You know, it's not your normal big one, big grade one big guns. 
yes, you can nominate them. Of course you can. There's been some bands in the top flight that have been absolutely stellar this season. But I'm also I'm going to put a little spanner in the works there and ask you to think about all grades here. There's been some bands in, yeah, in all grades that have had stellar seasons. And also, even if they haven't been successful in the competitive circle, they've been successful outside of it. And, you know, with community outreach programs and stuff like that, youth development things, recruitment, social media, there's been, yeah, many different aspects to running a band. And please do consider that in mind whenever you're possibly putting in a nomination for Band of the Year. So, yeah, it's an interesting category, that one. It's not normally just the most successful band, but also those that are doing good for the piping community, I guess. There you are, an interesting category, that one. All right, and on to our final category in the Rab Show Awards. Of course, it is Big Rab Show Legend Award. Yes, we know that there are many legends out there in the piping scene worthy of a Rab Show Award. So, yes, if you do know anyone out there who is so worthy of a Big Rab Show Award, then you need to nominate them. Yes, because uh, this is one of the categories that we always get a lot of complaints about. Oh, you didn't nominate this guy, this girl. You didn't nominate this person, that person. Did you nominate them? Oh, no, never. Well, then, how could we vote for them if they're not in it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, get your nominations. That goes for all the categories, I have to say. All the way from Most Improved Band through to the Rab Show Legend Award, please do get your nominations in. Again, I will remind you, nominations close on the 15th of October. Get your nominations in. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, for those of you who weren't taking notes and stuff after, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a classroom. Uh, but yeah, you can go along, check out the full details of all your categories, all that sort of stuff. It's up there now on our Facebook page. Big Rab Show Facebook page at the very top. It's one of our pinned posts at the very beginning. Uh, so yeah, all your categories is there and uh, all your instructions and stuff and how to get your nominations in is all there. Uh, so nominations are open now and that is our word of the week. And I have went on long enough about word of the week, but I did want to get into everything about Rab Show Awards. Uh, yeah, it's quite an exciting time. Uh, so there you are. Help support your piping scene and recognize those who have had uh, quite a cool year and uh, by recognizing them with a Rab Show Award, indeed. So our email address, bigrabshowgmail.com. There you are. That's where you get your nominations into us, folks. There you are. All right. Okay, well, that was a pretty lengthy word of the week there, I feel, but definitely uh, worthy of it, I think. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. Time to get into our next favourite segment, I guess. Yeah, it's time for Weekly Drone. It's the Weekly Drone. Greetings from the US. I only started playing as an adult learner 15 years ago, so even though I'm an older guy, the 70s tribute band at the Worlds was incredibly different from what I was used to hearing. I listened to it three or four times before I really wrapped my head around it. The more I listened to it, the more I enjoyed it, not just as a museum piece, but as some great tunes. I heard it again on your show last Tuesday night, and along the way you asked several times, have we lost our way? Have we lost the joy of simply making music? Personally, I love it when a really great band plays a simple tune that I've heard a million times. It feels familiar and safe. It shows just how good those tunes were and still are. There's very little flashy about them. They've stood the test of time. They stand on their own and they're a joy to listen to. 
but now the toothpaste is out of the tube. In the 50 years since Schatz and Dykehead hit the field with the first ever medley, that form has taken on a life of its own. Now it's all about the flash. Put some hardware and prize money on the line, and those melodic, simple tunes go out the window. Bands are compelled to bring out the flash because how else are they going to set themselves apart from everyone else? How else are they going to win? Don't get me wrong, I was up at 4 a.m. here in the States to watch the live stream from Glasgow Green. I enjoy Flash just as much as the next guy. I marvel at the grade 1 bands and I wish I could do what they do, but if you're looking for pipers and drummers playing for the pure fun of it, you're far more likely to get it from your local street band or maybe in a concert setting, and that's a shame. Ah, yes. Thank you, Weekly Droner. And thank you to JD for reading that for us. Uh, now, I have to say, yeah, he's talking about the 70s tribute band there. And at the World Championships, you won't believe the conversation that started. As that band were tuning up and they hit that line, hit the circle, performed and marched off. It's all anyone could talk about for the rest of the day. On the day itself, that band pretty much were rock stars. Everyone was so curious as to what was going to happen. Uh, everyone had heard various different stories about, oh, they'd only had so many practices. and You know, I don't know how they're going to sound or they're going to be any good. I've heard they're playing all these old tunes. Maybe it'll be no good. And But, in fact, the total opposite happened. They walked in there and blew us all away it was absolutely incredible hearing all these old tunes played incredibly well at such a high standard really did start people talking now you did mention there about bringing out the flash and that's very much been the case i would argue since the mid late 90s maybe i think it's the first time i remember hearing pretty much every grade one band walking in with what i call a machine gun hornpipe you know, these million note an hour tunes breaking out the flash, you know, and and that's pretty much been the trend ever since. Now, there has been bands that have bucked that trend, and when they do, they stand out. Now, I have to say Scottish Power has done that, of course, and a load of others. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just singling one band out now, but there has been plenty of other bands that have shaken things up as far as breaking out the flash. Uh, but, yeah, they've went back to basics in some cases, you know, looking at the old traditional tunes and playing them in such a way that can really, it can sing. Now, that, yeah, the 70s tribute band has been very highly requested. Every time we do a Fuse show now, it's pretty much every week, everyone wants to hear that recording of the 70s tribute band. And uh, I love playing it, but my boss on Fuse is always at me, you know, you have to mix it up, Rob, you can't play the same tracks every week. Uh, so, okay, all right, we'll not play it this week, I'll maybe try and squeeze it in next week. Um, but uh, yeah, it's absolutely started a very interesting conversation, and one of which that we want to continue here on the podcast. We did say that this World Championships in 2022 has left a bit of a hangover in the piping world with a lot of things up for debate, I reckon. And, uh, yeah, that is one of them. That's definitely one of them. Uh, where we're still talking about that 70s tribute band, their tune selection, and just how good it was. I think that's it. I was standing in the crowd in the cheap seats listening to it, 
And I was surrounded, in front of me, I seen two grade one pipe majors, and behind me, I seen uh, at least three grade one pipe sergeants, all standing, absolutely glued, watching the performance. And afterwards, they were all going, that was good, that that was something special. And I'd absolutely agree with them. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't listened to that performance, then please do, you can go and check us out on Fuse FM, or as I say, you can go and listen again on Patreon, where we have our Fuse FM shows. Uh, but yeah, we've talked about this at length on Fuse, and here we are now finally talking about it on the podcast. We do reckon that this is a future topic of the week. It's a huge area for discussion, and one of which I don't think should be ignored. I think you're quite right in saying that, that bands at the moment have no other option than to break out the flash, you know? Bring out these big thundering tunes with a million notes in every bar to try and blind any judge with just absolute blistering technique and everything. And there has been articles in the past published about how some of the musicality can get lost in these big, you know, technical displays. And, uh, yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. After listening to that 70s tribute band, letting them take that step back through the decades to bring these incredible tunes back into that circle it really did create a stir and uh yeah people are still talking about it now and if anything i hope now this is my hope now i'm I'm going to get into predictions here but i do hope that it has honestly made a lot of pipe majors rethink uh, or even look at their music selection and possibly may well influence future tune selections for future medleys who knows? But I do hope that, you know, a lot of pipe majors, pipe sergeants, whoever is taking care of the musical direction of the band, I hope that they're possibly breaking out some of the older bo- tune books, you know, and having a, a delve through some of the older tunes that used to be played in that grade one circle, or any competition circle for that matter, not just grade one. There is a lot of great material from back over the years. Yes, they're not big thundering, blistering hornpipes or, or jigs and reels that are squillion miles an hour that we're used to hearing. But some of the musicality in them are breathtaking. And yeah, I dare say a lot of food for thought. And we will be visiting this in a future topic of the week. If you guys have any thoughts and opinions on this, we'd honestly love to hear from you. Uh, because yeah, we will bring those to our future topic of the week. So if you have any thoughts on the musical direction of bands at the moment, and that little look back, I guess then do get in contact with us. Or you can do like our weekly droner just did there and send it in to us as a weekly drone. Our website, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. That's where you can do it. It's completely anonymous. There's no identifying factors, anything like that. So yeah, if you do want to slag off anybody or anything (laughs) or have a good moan and a complain, then that's where you can go and do it on our weekly drone. Indeed. So yes, again, our email address, bigrabshow.gmail.com. If you do have any commentary or anything like that, uh, on that particular topic that our weekly donor raised this week, then do get in touch with this. Uh, we will be revisiting this as a future topic for sure. Okay, well, that's pretty much by way of a long introduction. We haven't even got into the news yet. <sighs> right, that's it. Heck, I'll go and get myself a bit of a, a cup of tea here. I know it's not topic of the week yet, but I'm I'm, I'm dying a druth, as they say here in Northern Ireland. Yeah, time for me to go get my first cup of tea, I suppose, for tonight. Yeah, and I'll be back in a minute. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement 
and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. Ah, yes. Not a bad wee cup of tea, but definitely, definitely need it after that lengthy introduction there. Yes. Well, let's get into the news, shall we? Now, there's been quite a lot happening around the piping world, so do bear with me. I dare say there will be stuff that I will miss, and it'll hit the cutting room floor, as always. Uh, so if that does happen, then please do send us in your angry emails, bigrabshowgmail.com, and let us know what we got wrong. Uh, but... Yeah, I did want to, well, following last week's episode, which was Big Rab Show Live at Pipe and Live, can I just say the reaction to that has been nothing but outstanding. So thank you to everyone who sent us in messages of support and stuff. And for everyone who watched the YouTube video of the live show and hit the like button and all of that stuff. Seriously, folks, it is very, very much appreciative. Appreciate it, and if anything, yeah, I'd encourage you to let the good folks at Piping Live know that you enjoyed the show. Because the more people that let them know that uh, Rap Show Live was cool, then the better. Because then there may well be a chance that we could return for next year. Yeah, so that episode last week was a lot of fun to put together. There was a few heavy edits and stuff because as we were moving chairs around and kicking microphones around, uh, so that kind of stuff was edited out. Uh, so it was a little bit slicker in the edit than what it actually was in person there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's just say the show itself was a roaring success and a massive thank you to all of the incredible artists that joined us as well and to you guys, the audience, who came to see the show. It was such a great event, and uh, yeah, I hope to be back again. I hope to be back. Yeah, Piping Live 2023, absolutely. I would love to do it, so there you are. Be sure to let the organizers of the festival know that you enjoyed it, so we might get back again. There you go. All right, I just wanted to drop that in there. (laughs) All right, let's get into a little bit of news then. Well, the Stone Mountain Highland Games are preparing, actually, to hit the grass October 15th. uh, So the same day our nominations close for Rab Show Awards. Just going to drop that in there, too. Uh, They've actually published a full list of bands that are going to be competing at Stone Mountain this year. There's quite a list here. So, you know, we love a hashtag list here in the Rab Show. Hashtag list, baby. So let's do it. Uh, we have the City of St. Augustine Pipe Band. They're Grade 5 from Florida is making the trip. We have Loch Norman Pipe Bands. Yeah, they're Grade 5. We have the Harvey E. Rich Memorial Bands. Pipe Band, they're making the trip. Uh, Chattanooga Pipe Band. They're Grade 4 and they're Grade 5 Pipe Band. Go on, the chat. You. I think I actually have a Chattanooga t-shirt in there. Somewhere. Yeah. Shout out to the chat. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, the City of Greenville Pipes and Drums. They're a grade four band. We have Jamestown Pipes and Drums. They're grade five. We have Baton Rouge Caledonian Pipes and Drums. They're grade five. 
We have Knoxville Pipes and Drums. That's their grade four and grade five. We have City of Mount Dora Pipe Band. And that's their uh, grade five that are making the trip. Now, I have to give a shout out to my own crowd, of course. The previous band I competed with over there. The North Texas Caledonian Pipes and Drums. Woo! Hashtag tone. There you go. Yeah, both their grade four and grade five band uh, will be competing at Stone Mountain. So shout out to North Texas. Uh, we also have the City of Memphis Pipe Band will be making an appearance. Their grade five. Uh, band will be there. We have Nashville Pipes and Drums. Their Grade Three and Grade Five bands will both be there. So shout out to Nashville. Uh, we'll also have Mesa Caledonian Pipe Band from Grade Three. They'll be there too. Great stuff. Uh, we have Savannah Pipes and Drums. Their Grade Five. We have the Atlanta Pipe Band. Both their Grade Three and Grade Four bands will be there. Uh, we also have John Moore Macintosh Pipes and Drums, Grade Five. Athel Highlanders Pipes and Drums from the US uh, on Grade Five. We have the Oklahoma Fire Pipes and Drums. Go on, Oklahoma boys! Yep, giving news a shout. Uh, their Grade Five band will be there, and we also have the Rosie O'Grady Highlanders uh, Grade Four. So quite a list of bands there for Stone Mountain. So that's shaping up to be quite a big competition. So good luck to everyone there competing there at Stone Mountain. So yeah, looking forward to that one. Hopefully, see some video footage of it online and stuff going forward with a bit of luck with a bit of luck all right on to our next little news story uh for those of you who are going to be competing at the world solo drumming championships the draw is now up there on the rspba website now this did cause a little bit of a controversy online and not much of a an explanation behind it uh as as you guys know there can be pre-qualification spots awarded for the semi-finals of the seniors, uh, whenever it comes to the world solos. Now, as to how these pre-qualifiers were split between their different heats, made for some interesting discussion online. We've noticed that uh, pre-qualification spots, there seemed to be 11 in semi-final 2. And I think, was there less, I think, then in semi-final 1? Not sure. Uh, th- I don't know. I, I didn't really fully read into all of this, but there did seem to be some controversy and a lot of discussion online as to how pre-qualification spots were decided between the semi-finals and how they were drawn. And not much by way of explanation, but um, hmm. either way, made for some very interesting conversations. So th- yeah, go along and check that out if you are a solo drumming fan. Uh, there's a lot of big names already mentioned in here for our senior semis. Semi-finals, so um, yeah, I think whoever is going to be juking out for those final uh, semi-final spots, you definitely have your work cut out for you. Uh, so good luck, uh, especially if you make it through to the final, let's say. Uh, yeah, that's quite a task. So if you make it through to the final uh, of the seniors, that that's as good as a win right there. So yeah, go and check it out. All the information is up there now, of course, for the world solos. That draw is up, and you can read it all at your leisure. I'm not going to sit here and read that hashtag list for you, but it did cause some controversy online. We're not going to delve into the controversy, but there was some conversation that we've seen amongst a whole range of different players all online talking about how the pre-qualified spots were divvied up between the different semi-finals. It was hmm. They just wanted information as to how it was decided. But there you go. Uh, read at it at your leisure. And what is it we say here in the show? You can draw your own conclusions. There you go. All right. Now, I have to say well, there was a lot. Now, I mean a lot of piping action happening down under. And uh, 
We'll get into that in a second, but first of all, I wanted to give a shout to the Isle of Arran Music School, Pipan, of course, and I have to give a mention to Ross Miller. Uh, Ross Miller is stepping down as Pipe Major there at the Isle of Arran, and uh, we have to wish him well, because honestly, he's done fantastic work there at Arran, and it's just, yeah, outstanding with all of those young kids and how well they sounded at the Worlds this past year, especially. They sounded fantastic. So shout out to Ross Miller, stamping down from his role of responsibility there at the Isle of Arran Music School. Wish you well. And uh, yeah, good luck to the school on finding uh, a brand new PM. We, we are looking forward to hearing who will be stepping into that role in due course. So yeah, hoping uh, hoping for the best there. Absolutely. All right. Okay. I just wanted to drop that in there. But let's give a shout to Kill Dog, will we? Go on, the Kill Dog. You. Yes, the mighty Kildog Pipe Band celebrated their 10th anniversary with a huge dinner dance. And this was all at the Waterfoot Hotel. And uh, let's say the event was uh, a roaring success. Loads of great photos with everyone all dressed up to the nines and celebrating 10 years of Kildog Pipe Band. And yeah, it was just fantastic. So I just wanted to give you a shout on this week's show. I'm glad you had an outstanding uh, celebration, folks. And uh, yeah, here's to many more years to come, indeed. All right. Let's get into the piping that happened down under then, shall we? Yes, of course, I'm going to get into, first of all, the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year. Ourselves on the Big Rab Show team, of course, we live-streamed everything from the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year. And wow, can I just say, the level of talent on display was just insane. All right, these are all young kids, aged under 21, and uh, wow, is the only word I could use. So if you haven't actually watched any of the live stream that ourselves and the Rab Show did, then please do go back and watch it because, uh, yeah, some of the performances that these kids uh, had on stage was just outstanding. So, yeah, we managed to live stream the entire Peabra competition and the light music, of course, which included MSR as well as Hornpipe and Jig. And uh, let's just say that uh, Big Rab didn't get much sleep uh, over the weekend uh, because of the time difference and everything. So I... Uh, I was running on about five or six cups of coffee by the time the results were read out. Let's just say that. So if you do want to watch it even just for that, to watch me go gradually insane and talk faster with every link, it's quite funny. Uh, I uh, I watched it back myself because I was a little bit delirious with the last few links and I was going, what am I saying, Rab? Um, No more coffee, lad. Uh, So yeah, go and watch it back. It does make for some incredible musical entertainment, but as comedy value as well for me trying to stay awake. There you go. That's behind the curtain for you right there. But um, yeah, full credit to everyone involved there at the uh, Young Piper of the Year in New Zealand. The organising team, all of the hard work that went on behind the scenes at a brand new venue as well. Uh, So yeah, full credit to everyone. And as well to all of the incredible competitors. You know, regardless of whether you actually lifted silverware or not, honestly, full credit to you and all of your uh, tutors and behind the scenes team as well. Uh, Honestly, full credit. It was such a smashing competition. So who actually won it overall? Well, it was Campbell Wilson. Yeah. Now, of anything, I think it was a tie. I think a two or three way tie, something like that. And they had to separate out the winners with Peabrook preference. So apparently it was one of the the tightest competitions that they've had for the Young Piper of the Year in quite a number of years. Uh, But full credit to Campbell Wilson, who had an outstanding Peabrook performance. So, yeah, came out on top. Yeah. Now, he also walked away with the title of Young Piper of the Year, but also with $1,000 in his pocket. Now, that's not bad at all. 
Yeah. So that was top prize. $1,000 and you're sparring out the door. Thank you. And a pat on the back. And uh, so, yeah. And runner-up place was Hamish Reid. And third was Logan Dale. But I have to say there was a lot of great stellar performances all the way through. And, uh, yeah, I would urge you. Go and have a watch at it. The live streams are available now. They're up there on our Facebook, Twitter, and our YouTube as well. Uh, if you can watch it on YouTube, the, the quality is a lot higher over there. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth a watch. Yeah, some absolutely thumping great performances there. So well done to everyone involved. Okay. So that was the Young Piper of the Year. And also another huge event that you might have heard about. <clears throat> yeah, the Australian National Championships. Yep, the Australian Nationals happened this past weekend. And uh, can I just say, wow, what a competition. Oh my God, it looked incredible. Do you know, it's one of those competitions I've always loved to get to, the Australian Nationals. I don't know why. I think it's, I don't know, the quality of the bands on offer, man, is just... Let's just say that the bands down there in Australia really do not make it easy for the judges, all right? I think the folks who are having the worst time that day, or both days, are the judges. Uh, yeah, they they should be so stressed out <laughs> trying to judge these bands and put them in appropriate placings because I couldn't do it. I was sitting at home being an armchair judge and uh, I couldn't do it. I, I Honestly... Yeah, there were so many bands that really piqued my interest all the way through. And uh, yeah, full credit to everyone involved there at the Australian Nationals. Now, of course, coming out on top, of course, on grade two, champions are Hawthorne. And if you haven't managed to hear Hawthorne's MSR performance, by the way, oh, baby, go and listen to that. Yeah, Hawthorne thumped out an MSR for the ages. Uh, definitely worth listening to. But also, I have to give a mention to the Pipe Band Club as well. I especially love their medley performance, which was very interesting. Uh, so, yeah, go and check that out. A lot of great performances all across the grades. I know I'm mentioning grade two here. But, uh, yeah, go and give all the bands a watch for sure. Like even grade three, like the City of Melbourne Pipe Band. Oh, boy. Their medley performance was something else. So, yeah. Right, let's get into the results, shall we? Uh, not just my own commentary. Uh, so, yeah. Of course, let's go through the grades and see who won what. Starting at grade... F- uh, the marches, of course, for grade 4B uh, went to Scots College, Melbourne. There you are. Not bad. And the medley for 4B went to the city of Melbourne 2. There you go. Now, apparently, there was 11 bands in the grade. Uh, I was trying to keep count myself, so there you go. I, yeah, I managed to take a count here in my show notes. So there was 11 in total in 4B. In grade 4A, the medley competition went to Halleberry, and they picked up the March competition as well. There you are. Not a bad weekend's work for Halleberry Pipe Band. Well done. On to grade 3, then. Picking up the uh, MSR competition was the city of Ipswich. With ones right across the board. Yeah, but I have to say, one of the highlights for me for the uh, Grade 3 competition was the City of Melbourne's uh, medley performance. Ooh, I get it. They had ones all across the board, and they picked up the medley competition. So, yeah, go and check that out. Shout out to City of Melbourne. That was a great performance there. There you are. But, of course, not to outcount any other band in the grade. You know, City of Ipswich definitely played a real thumper of uh, an MSR, so definitely worth checking out that as well. Okay. 
And I've already given you my thoughts, of course, on Grade 2. Uh, shout out to Hawthorne and Pipe Band Club who were duking it out. Uh, Pipe Band Club uh, picked up the medley and the MSR went to Hawthorne. And Hawthorne managed to lift it overall, of course, having an MSR preference. Uh, so in third place in both grades was Emmanuel College Highlanders and University of Queensland. Or at the University of Queensland, to give them their full title. There you are. Uh, so, yeah, quite an interesting competition all around. I would feel such a great looking venue. And it did seem that to be quite a huge crowd attending this. I also have to give a shout to uh, good friends of the show, actually, Black Bear, uh, who managed to film a good lot of the competition as well, you know, outside of the live stream that was provided uh, by Brass Band. The live stream itself uh, was a little strange. There was um, quite big gaps in between each band, we thought. And, uh, you know, in some cases, a band would have come on. And then marched off, and then there would have been like a 10, 15, maybe even 20, 25 minute break in between each band. And you were left kind of confused, wondering, well, what's going on? Is the grade finished now? We've been sitting here for 20 minutes. Where's the next band? And then suddenly, here comes the next band to perform in grade 4B or whatever grade it was I was watching that time. I think it was grade 3. And uh, just very big gaps. Very odd. And, uh, yeah, there was very little explanation behind it. You know, there wasn't anybody providing much commentary to say, well, yeah, we're waiting on our next band. They're in final tuning right now. Uh, you know, they'll be with us here shortly. You know, yeah, it was a bit odd. Uh, but, hey, I am not complaining. The live stream uh, it was honestly a top class. There was loads of great camera angles. The sound on it was perfect, too. So, yeah, full credit. But, yeah, also give a shout-out to Black Bear, who filmed a lot of the performances from the Australian Nationals. So if you do want to go and check all of those, go and check out Black Bear on Facebook and everything and social media. And, of course, we've shared all that out on the Rab Show as well. We did hope that we would have an episode of Rab Show TV from the Australian Nationals, uh, but, unfortunately, uh, we didn't get any footage uh, from the Australian Nationals at all. Uh, so that's a disappointment but hey there we go <laughs> it's one of those things uh, the live stream is up there where you can catch every band and every grade and of course shout out to black bear as well there you are so just wanted to give a mention to everyone who competed at the australian nationals it did look to be quite an incredible event and the standard was kind of ridiculously high as well uh, but yeah i have my own particular highlights of course like i've mentioned uh, but yeah you can choose yours as well and be an armchair judge so go and check those out at your leisure and watch them back there you are so shout out to the Australian Nationals, they are behind us and we have crowned our national champion which is Hawthorne. And uh, yeah, can I mention <clears throat> they play G1? Oh, I'm just going to drop that wee chestnut in there and walk away. Alrighty, well there is more. <laughs> That's shameless isn't it? There is more piping action to be had down under. I have to give a mention to the Western Australia Police Pipe Band who are going to be holding well, one of the first of a series of concerts actually this weekend called Superfly. This one's going to be held in the Mandara Baptist Church. Now I've, uh, Baptist College even I should say. Mandara Baptist College. What's wrong with me? I can't read my script. Uh, well, yeah, that's this weekend. So, if anything, I think they are supported by the Mandara Appeal Pipe Band as well. So, yeah, that's going to be quite a stellar event for sure. So, go and check that out. All the information on tickets and how to go and see that show is up there now on the, on the West Australia Police social media. All the information's there. So, you can go and check it out and where to get tickets and how to go and see it. There you are. Now, there's loads of bands in recruitment mode at the moment. I have to give a shout to the Major Sinkler Memorial Pipe Band. Go on, the Sinkler! 
Yeah. Yep. The Major Sinclair Memorial had put an advertisement out saying that they are currently recruiting for their Grade 4B band. So if you are wanting to take up the challenge with uh, the Major Sinclair, then they are recruiting right now for Grade 4B. So, yeah, if you are interested and you're in that area, then why not? There you are. Give them a shout. Of course, they can be contacted on all of their usual points of contact, their social medias, or even right here in the Rab Show, and we'll do what we can to put you in contact. All right. Okay, now we do like our YouTube channels and ourselves here on The Big Rab Show are aware of one that has been launched recently for tenor drummers. Yes. Now, have you been aware of tenor drummer Morvin Walker? Yes, well, we have. Yeah, so... um. She's been putting up a load of great tenor drumming videos, all to do with Preston Lodge novice map tunes and their juvenile map tunes as well. Uh, it's a load of great stuff, actually. Uh, so go along and check that out at, the, at your leisure, of course. If you're a tenor drummer and want some instructions and stuff like that and all their videos, go and check them out. Morven Walker, M-O-R-V-E-N Walker, W-A-L-K-E-R on YouTube. Just wanted to give her a, a shameless plug because we discovered that channel and thought, hey, it only has like 20-something subscribers. So, um, yeah, consider going over there and clicking up subscribe and getting a load of great tenor drumming videos. There you are. Why not? All right. I also have to give a mention to a competition that happened this past weekend as well as the Australian Nationals and everything. The Captain John A. McLennan MBE Solo Piping Competition. There you are. It was held in the Army School of Bagpipe Music and the Highland Drumming of Inch Dewar House in Edinburgh. <sighs> yeah, I'm surprised I read all of that without stumbling over it. Well done, me. Well done, Rob. Okay, uh, well, yes. The overall winner on the day was Ian Spears. He was the overall winner uh, of the Premier Grade. Sarah Muir, of course, won the A Grade Peabrook. And uh, the overall winner, uh, and was the overall Grade A winner as well. Sorry, I could just about read my script again. Jimmy Elder won the B-grade Peabrook and was the overall winner of the B-grade. Bobby Allen, good friend of the show, and uh, he's been appearing on the show quite a while ago on Rab Show Live and stuff. you remember that? At the Beer Tent event? Yeah, he won the C-grade Peabrook and was also the overall winner of the C-grade. So shout out to Bobby. Uh, Matt Wilson won the Open Hornpipe and Jig competition. There you are. So for full listings and everything on who won what and when, you can go and check that out in bagpipe.news as well. So there you are. Uh, winner of the uh, Premier MSR as well went to Stuart Little. I didn't mention that earlier. So there you are. So I didn't want to mention that. Uh, so, yeah. And I also have to give a shout-out to a good friend of the show there, John Do, who finished second in the B-grade, B Peabrook, which, yeah, there you are. Shout-out to John Do. Awesome stuff. Grand. So, yeah, I know I'm giving shout-outs to people who are mates of the show and everything, but for full listings of who won what and where, you can go and check that out now on bagpipe.news. There you are. It's all up there. Alrighty, moving on to a little, another little news story which dropped from the National Piping Centre. Well, we finally now have a total from the amount of money that was raised from Pipe and Live with the Big Pipe Band. Remember, this was the huge mass band that they had formed to raise money for the Bits and Cancer charity. Well... They presented them with a huge big check at the start of the week, uh, which was for 2,240 quid. There you are. That's not bad. So that was from the Piping Live big band that they had on the Monday at the Piping Live Festival. So that's not a bad collection at all. So 2,240 quid. That's not to be sneezed at. So well done to everyone there at Piping Live. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. I have to give a shout to the Yuspaba Southern Branch, now who have put out a bit of an advertisement saying that you can tune in via Zoom or via Facebook Live uh, to their annual general meeting. Yes, it's that time of year, folks, when we're starting to get into AGMs and branch meetings and different things. 
Well, here it is for the Yusbaba Southern Branch. It's happening on Thursday, November 3rd, and you can tune in via Zoom or Facebook Live so you can... Yeah, you can jump in and catch everything that's happening and the discussions behind the scenes. Uh, they're going to recap the 2022 season. They'll also have some branch proposals as well as some elections and stuff to take care of, of roles and responsibilities. So if you are interested, then go and check that out. The information is available on the Yusbaba Southern Branch page now on their socials. Go and have a look at that. There you are, if you are so interested. I have to give a mention to Kilbarkin Pipe Band. Kilbarkin! Yeah, they're going to be running a Christmas fair. Now, this will be held on Saturday, the 26th of November. And, of course, the band's going to be doing a bit of a spot of fundraising. At the moment, they're wanting stall holders to, yeah, attend. So if anyone out there is interested in hosting a stall at their upcoming Christmas fair, then please do get in contact with the band. So, yeah, why not? You can go and sell your wares and hopefully help raise some cash for Kilbark and Pipe Band. There you are. Right, I have to give a mention to the Celtic Connections Festival. We are waiting with bated breath to see what the 2023 programme will be. Yes, believe it or not, this is October... And it's always around October, November time that we do start to see the announcements coming from the Celtic Connections Festival. And apparently we have one week left to go. Yeah, this will be their, it'll be a big year this year because they're going to be celebrating their 30th anniversary. Uh, so, yeah, the program, the announcement of the full lineup for the Celtic Connections Festival will be announced on Tuesday, the 11th of October. So, yeah, but apparently with tickets going on general sale the following day. So, yeah, for those of you who are fans of Celtic Connections, and let's face it, why wouldn't you be if you're listening to the pod? But, yeah, the full lineup for Celtic Connections will be announced on Tuesday, the 11th of October. So we are waiting with bated breath. Uh, very much looking forward to that, for sure. Hmm. All right, I have to give a mention to the uh, Tartan Up the Green competition, which is happening in Wellington Hawks Bay there, of course, through RNZPBA. Uh, It's going to be happening on Saturday the 8th of October, and all the gates open at 12 p.m. There's competitive pipe bands. Uh, There will be uh, elite freestyle piping, medleys, drumming, and more, as well as Highland dancing. And uh, of course, there might be a beer tent as well. So that's all happening this weekend. And I uh, give a shout out to the RNZ PBA. Hope you all have a great competition there, folks. And uh, yeah, no doubt we'll be reporting on the results of which as they happen. There you are. So the tartan up the green at Wellington Hawks Bay. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> there you go. All right. Now, I do have to give a mention to the Glenfiddich. Now, people have been asking, can you get tickets for it and everything? Yes, absolutely you can. You can go along to the National Piping Centre's website where you can go and grab your tickets for it now. Now, that includes both in-person as well as online live stream. Now, we do have the list of competitors as well. So we have Jack Lee, Callum Beaumont, Glenn Brown, Jamie Forrester, Alex Gandhi, Nick Hudson, Wally McCallum, Angus McCall, Fred Morrison and Connor Sinclair. There you are. So yeah, both in-person and the Cayley tickets are still available, I think. Uh, but yes, you can also uh, get your live stream tickets. Now, tickets for the live stream are 15 quid. But trust me, this is so, so worth it. I purchase these tickets every year and I never regret it. Now, they've actually... This is something that they haven't done before. Normally, when you bought your live stream tickets, it's available for 24 hours. And then the stream's gone. They delete it off the internet. But what happens this time around for this year, they're they're changing it. You pay your £15 to watch the live stream of the Glenfiddich. Now, that's the entire event from start to end. The prize given, go home. And that's going to be available to, for you for seven days after the event. 
that's not bad. So, yeah, if you happen to miss it or something, then you can just catch it the following day if you can manage to avoid spoilers. Or, you know, you can put it off for a few days, watch it on the Tuesday, the Wednesday, anytime you can get off work, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, definitely worth a price of purchase there, I would argue. So, yeah, Glenfiddich Championship's coming up. And that's your lineup. I just wanted to put that out there. We have been getting a range of questions. So that's on Saturday, the 29th of October. And your tickets are available now. Go and grab them when you can. There you are. I know folks have been asking. So yeah, that's your competitors. Tickets are up there. Go and grab them. Okay. And I give a shout out to Mid Argyle Pipe Band, who are furiously seeking for a brand new lead tipper at the minute. There's been lots of great uh, advertising and stuff everywhere. And uh, yeah, both on Twitter, Facebook, there's been everywhere. Uh, so shout out to Mid Argyle Pipe Band, who are looking for a new lead tipper to tick the band into the circle, uh, which will be their first season in Grade 3B. Yeah, so the band currently have about 16 pipers. And, uh, yeah, they have a small number of drummers across three sections. So, yeah, they are interested in anyone out there who has experience or is definitely willing to tick up the challenge. You can contact the Mid-Argyle Pipe Band on their socials or you can email their pipe major, which is pmmapb at hotmail.com. There you are. So, shout out to the Mid-Argyle Pipe Band. Hope you guys are successful in your search for your new lead tipper. There you are. Alrighty, now I'm sure there's a wealth of other news stories that we haven't got into in this week's news. <sighs> Apologies, we do have to have some things hit the cutting room floor, otherwise we'll be here for an age. And we're about to get into quite an interesting topic of the week with uh, quite an innovative product here, or an idea. Yeah, so we're about to get into that. But there you go, if there is something that we've missed and you're aggrieved or quite angry about it then please do let us know our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com that address again bigrabshow at gmail.com let us have it have we made a disaster of this week's news and updates there you go all right i think now at this point it's time for me to go for and get my second cup of tea yeah it's time for the topic of the week mcclellan bagpipes by north carolina artisan instrument maker roddy mcclellan from Euston, scotland Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials, using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, 
and emerald. The Basin Tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops which feature their head stress management system and wide mask claws for all round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined. Designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, uh, yes. Topic of the week time. And uh, yeah, you might have guessed it from the title of this week's episode. We're talking about quite an innovative idea that has been talked about for a while. I do know other folks out there that have kind of tinkered at this and have had various different degrees of success. Uh, but this is quite interesting. And we got chatting to the guy who's behind it all, David Stanley, who took time out of his day to chat to us all about these 3D printed bagpipes. No, 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 no. Hold on. Don't go running and saying, ah, they're terrible. These ones are different. Now, I mean that. I, I, I'm really intrigued by these. Uh, now, it's whenever I thought, ah, 3D bagpipes, 3D printed bagpipes, pff, yeah, how good could they be, really? Well, I had an interview here with David to talk all about them. And then I managed to hear them as well. There's little video clips and stuff of these pipes being played. And I was really surprised. I thought, ooh, these are interesting. So, yeah, I had to switch the mic on and get chatting to David. So let's welcome David Stanley to the podcast. So joining us on the show this week is a guy that may not be familiar to a lot of you, but uh, one of which that I've been following for quite a while, uh, David Stanley of 3D Printing Bagpipes. How are you, David? Are you well? Doing well, sir. Thank you for having me. Not at all. Well, first of all, for folk who don't know you and all the rest, do you want to give us a bit of a background, first of all, in how you got started out in the piping scene? Sure, sure. Um, I started back actually back in uh, 1996. Uh, when I was uh, just before my 16th birthday in Florida, in Sarasota, Florida, which is, um, uh, there's a pretty heavy Scottish community down there. And I, I got involved with the Caledonian Society and got hooked up with the, the club piper, Charlie Murray, who mm-hmm. uh, by the time I met him had been playing for 50 years and had his hands operated on three times. Mm-hmm. So uh, he couldn't quite play the embellishments very well on his own, but he could teach him very well. He's a phenomenal teacher. And uh, he brought me up to about grade five. And then, um, from there, I was fortunate enough to run into Jimmy Bell, who actually played in a band with Charlie. He ran the band. And Jimmy Bell, I went to his house on Saturdays, and he brought me up to about grade one. And uh, I don't play there now. <laughs> I am so out of practice. But um, but yeah, and it's just been a, a wonderful journey. I played all over the world with him. And uh, Excellent. Yeah, I'm so incredible. You have pretty much a wealth of experience then from playing on the lower grades all the way up to the top flight. So yeah, well yes. experienced in the piping scene. So the yeah. reason we have you on the podcast is, well, you have, you've been working on quite an interesting idea of 3D printing bagpipes. Tell us how this got started, David. Strangely, um, it started from uh, not having an instrument. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> right. I, it, was, it was the spring of, uh, spring of 21. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have an instrument. I had, I was, I was working a lot of hours doing it as a retirement planner. Um, great money, but just really dry, a real grind, mm-hmm. but a really good money. You help a lot of people. And that, that's a really good aspect of it. But I didn't have an instrument. I had a 3d printer I've been kind of been tinkering with. And I thought, you know, I've been making everything under the sun. There's no reason why I can't try and make bagpipes. And I, I found some basic files on the internet and started there and, and, and it took about, it took about two weeks to finish them. Um, mm. And literally, I mean, they, they were semi-playable. And then I just, over the past year and a half, I've made about 1800 changes to those files. And wow. Uh, that's quite awesome. a bit yeah, then. I, yeah. I, I'm not exaggerating you. That's like, I've kept trying. It's about 1800 changes and they're, mm. they're most for most for repeatability, you know, and, and consistency. Mm. Um, but they sound really good and they are uh, very, very light. And, you know, I just, I wanted to be able to provide something. There's, there's a vacuum in, in bagpiping from practice chanter to basically Stradivarius. You know what I mean? There's really nothing in between um, that's playable. Pakistani bagpipes don't count as playable. So I don't include that in, in the equation, but you know, there, uh, there's just really nothing there. The cheapest set of pipes that I could find, excuse me, least expensive, cheap implies low quality are um, acetyl pipes that were about 900 bucks. And, uh, you know, they're solid pipes worth every penny. Bagpipes are, are, are incredible instruments that can be worth, I mean, look how old some of the instruments are these, these folks are playing. Yeah. You know, they're absolutely worth every penny, but not everybody's got the kind of bankroll. Um, mm. And I wanted to provide something that, that was able to fill that gap. I'm not trying to compete with McCallum or the, the heirloom, you know, the, the legacy makers, those are McCallum or Shepard or Henderson or, or McClellan or any of these guys, those guys, those pipes are, are worth every penny. Um, I'm trying to muscle out the Pakistani bagpipe makers a little bit and uh, <laughs> and provide something for people who want to play something foul with it. Look, if you take your antique set of lorries out in a rainy parade, you mm. need to have them wrapped gently around your head for being for, for doing something so stupid. I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. So many stories of uh, people who play their antique set of pipes in inclement weather and then the stocks crack on them or they break a drone or so many horror stories so uh, yeah That's so true. these i'm so glad you mentioned pipes from pakistan that because i had a look at your website i'll just actually bring it up for those of you watching the video right now uh we're looking at 3dprintedbagpipes.com so this yeah, it's Ralph there. this is your website here and um, we have a video of a fellow playing a set of them and we will hear that later in the show um but you do mention about bagpipes bought on amazon and bagpipes yeah. bought on eBay. Now we've yeah, seen, <laughs> oh, we have seen some of the horrific videos <laughs> that you can find on YouTube and stuff of folks trying these out, and mate, they're horrible, you know. Yeah. And unfortunately, for those who are new to the piping scene, they'll go, "Oh, I want to buy a set of bagpipes. Where do I go? I go to Amazon. I buy everything there, and they mm-hmm. end up buying complete trash, you know." Yeah. So is that? Is that really where you kind of fell into this market then you're, you know, like pushing out those Amazon and eBay guys, you know, you're uh, pushing these uh, out? You know, I, it, it's just, a, it's by pure happenstance that I've kind of fit in like a puzzle piece. And I, I, you know, I don't want to sound conceited, but it's just, this is apparently the market's very hungry for this exact thing. You know, something that mm. sounds good, that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. That's, you know, if, if you're out on a drunken St. Patrick's Day parade or evening, you know, you're not going to, it's not going to break your heart if somebody sits on your bass drawn or something, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think, I think it's a, it's just a market. It's just a, a, a segment of the market. that has been very, very 
dry and people are very thirsty for it. Mm. That's it. So I have to admit now I'm going to put myself completely out there. I was very skeptical. Now I've already listened to these. I've I've heard what they sound like. Our listeners will hear that in a wee second or two. Uh, But uh, whenever I first heard 3D printed pipes, come on, how good can they be? And I thought, (laughs) you know, I thought looking at like various 3D printed stuff in the past, it's all been really brittle. It's like really small even and like really fragile. And especially those who have tried to 3D print and pipes in the past, it's been pretty unsuccessful. They just sound Mm. very thin. There's just no big tone there. Is that something obviously with your experience in the piping scene, you knew what you were after, David. I did. I knew what sound I wanted. And uh, of course, you know, I have a, I've been fortunate to have a really, really, really gifted piping pedigree. The people that taught me um, mm. uh, are just, just phenomenal. I mean, I've never heard a, a man treat a set of bagpipes and get them to sing the way Jimmy Bell does. I mean, it's just, it's just insane. I'm sure that, you know, and that's, that's just my experience. He's like the only one that I have reference access to heard Roddy McDonald band all together. Remember him? I, I heard mm. him play. He taught me how to tie in bags back in 96 uh, in between smoking cigarettes. Um, but uh, yeah, but like I, I just knew what it, knew what the sound was supposed to be, and worked real hard on getting it there. And uh, there you go, uh, you know, perfect. So I, I think at this point, then we can't go any further in the conversation without actually hearing them. So for those you know, watching the video and listening to the pod, shall we play a little clip of it now? Yeah, I just want to say real quick. Um, there's a, there's another clip clip on my website where i mean this is ralph he's a way better player than i am right now uh, ralph i owe a lot of i owe a huge debt of gratitude to as well as a couple other guys kent brody kent adler jimmy bell all these guys helped me to develop them and develop the brand but hmm. um <clears throat> ralph's pipes th- that's actually how you and i got hooked up was you saw the orange and blue bagpipes you're like what the heck is this yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but there's a there's another there's another clip on my website um where i've got this my cell phone taped to the ceiling and it's mm-hmm. me playing, so you can hear the drones a little better. Um, I'll send you a link while we're listening to that if you want. Oh, but I've seen that on the website too, so oh, yeah, anything, okay. that'll work in perfect. So we'll play a little perfect. clip of the pipes here now just for folk to have a listen. Beautiful. So, David, I have to be honest, whenever I listened to that clip, I was pleasantly surprised. I hope you don't mind me saying that uh, because, yeah, whenever I first heard, well, 3D printed pipes, nah, you know, how good can they be? But honestly, man, I was pleasantly surprised to hear that tone coming from them. Yeah, I, so, uh, so was I, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these obviously are aimed at the market, even for folks who are making that transition from practice chanter onto pipes. Like these would really suit school kids in that. 
really well. And that's that's I mean you've highlighted beautifully the the use case um the big one like let's you know you're a middle school kid or you know you're you're a parent of a middle school kid middle school kids learning the pipes mom mm-hmm. and dad teacher says i'm ready to graduate to the big instrument okay well where do we get a big instrument uh we can go to you know this website here and get them and they're fourteen hundred dollars or thirteen hundred dollars yeah. i don't know how much <laughs> and that's that's a mortgage payment right that and that's is. something that, that's mm. something not to take lightly and and then of course kid, kid gets on to high school and you know, everybody starts poking fun at him. Now in America, that might be more of an issue than Scotland. Um, mm, but yeah. uh, kids starts poking fun of him for doing it, and he, and he loses interest, in, or she loses interest, and drops the pipes. Well, the parents have just spent a small fortune on a fad. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So we've established that there's definitely a budget set of pipes, but we haven't got a budget tone. Is the big thing I'm noticing here. So, but what I'm hearing is that these would be a perfect starter for people who are just making that transition onto the instrument. Then, mm-hmm. once they get to grips with things, then hey, if the budget's there, then brilliant. Then go for your yeah. Wallace, your you know whoever, and yeah. you know purchase those nice set. You know what I mean? Yeah, the heirloom set. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So these yeah. would be what we would affectionately call as a, a set of beater pipes. You kind of your workhorse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you would yeah. do gigs and parades and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The, uh, the very first guy uh, to ever buy a set of my pipes, Jim Nisbet, uh, a good friend of mine. He's uh, he writes tunes for some of the big bands. Um, phenomenal composer. Uh, Jim actually bought my very first set of bagpipes I sold, and he took them immediately. Uh, and he was a uh, prime major Rosier Brady. Uh, band in orlando florida at the time mm. and he took them out for their st patrick's day what the heck did he call it st patrick's day torture marathon or something like that it's two solid days of mm-hmm. playing gigs like 16 total hours of gigs and wow. just beat the heck out of them and he said they did great and now mm. he's telling me um his exact words are they're about to become my primary instrument he's got a, a old antique set of ivory and silver pipes he's gonna get hooked up with one of the the players in a good band you know mm-hmm. that that's worthy of it He's going to make my pipes his primary instrument. So I'm tickled Fantastic. pink. Fantastic. Hey, I that's smashing. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I told him, I said, Jim, you having faith in me and buying my first set of pipes, you get lifetime firmware updates, man. So anytime I make a change, you get a new set of pipes. There you are. That's not bad. Right. Yeah. I want to have a look at the website here now. For, so for folks listening or watching the video right now, go to 3dprintedbagpipes.com. It's kind of self-explanatory. There you go. Uh, but I want to delve into the shop because this was another shock that i got and you mentioned this earlier was the price of them now mm. we're talking for a set of uh well you could sell them as sticks and stocks here basically uh 305 dollars mm. just basically 260 quid uk i guess yeah that's nothing you know yeah, it's, uh... it's very very reasonable and then even you can get a full set of pipes here all set up with a bag and a set of reeds and all hemped up and all the rest um mm. so yeah, the, the, these honestly, price-wise, very surprising, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to wish you the best of luck with it. I think it's a fantastic gap in the market for you to kind of slot in there and help a lot oh, of people. I love it, and I and I'm 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 incredibly grateful to my. I have the best customers in the world. These people are amazing. I have I have one of my customers is sending me some of his homemade hot sauce. I mean, how cool is that? You know, <laughs> but the, my 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 uh, shop is a little light at the moment. I've got a couple of new. Uh, couple of new designs that i'm surprising folks with here in a couple of days oh. um, that i think you're going to be i think going to be a big hit i've also got a set of button mount pipes that are even even least even less expensive than my military pattern delta pipes I see. Um, so they're 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 coming in about uh 219 i think for a set of pipes in u.s oh. dollars versus six socks. Yeah, yeah and 
I know something. I know the, the video on the front page of your website has a guy playing a set of these like bright blue, like really out there set of pipes. But you can go with the standard black, you know, the, the regular. Mm-hmm. Like they almost look like African blackwood, you know. So, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't a, have a traditional black, black PLA that I'm using that uh, looks very, very much like African blackwood. There you go. So, David, I have to say the future is bright, honestly, for such a smashing idea. Um, so can I ask them, what does the future hold for yourselves then? Uh, if, any plans for expanding and possibly oh, more definitely. products? Or, yeah, I have. This is the, this thing is already blown up beyond what I thought it ever would. And I am, <laughs> I'm just just overcome with gratitude every morning I wake up. I'm like, this is really happening. And then I go in, I, and, and you know, 3D printing, 3D printing is definitely a tinkerer's hobby. Believe me, there's, I go in, I fight with my 3D printer for an hour and a half, and then, then they start, then they start working. So I'm sort of like a British sports car, you know, when it's running, it's, it, there's nothing like it, but when it's not running, there's nothing like it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You just want to but, throw uh, yeah. it against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> definitely want to expand as, and get as big as I can get it to be. Oh, fantastic it, stuff. Out there, yeah. Well, man, keep us across this. Honestly, I'm a huge fan. I think it's a fantastic venture. And, uh, it's awesome, Rabbit. You never know. I might have to pick myself up a set of these and try them. Yeah. Who knows? There might be a set already on the way. You don't even know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there could be a video one coming of me struggling trying to, trying to set up a set of pipe. Hey, hey, there you go. But I dare say there'll be no struggle. Absolutely. So, so, David, thanks so much for taking time to chat with us on the show, man. And again, for folks interested, um, perhaps you're watching the video at home, uh, go and check out the website right now, which is 3dprintedbagpipes.com. Such a yeah. fantastic idea. And uh, hey, thank you so much, Rab, for having me, man. Really man. The future is bright. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. <laughs> thank you. So, yeah. Go and check out the website for yourself. I am honestly a huge fan of these. Once you get a chance to browse through the site and everything and look at the the photos and that, like I know the audio here in the pod won't really give it justice. You kind of have to see them to believe them. And uh, yeah, go and check them out and... Yeah, don't completely just count them out straight away. You know, I know that whenever I first heard of this, 3D pipes... 3D print now, but yeah, after I seen the website and of course the video demonstrations of them actually being played, I was sold. I, I thought these sounded and looked amazing and could be a real good solution for folks. Now, yeah, I know at the end of the interview there, there was a challenge perhaps that I could possibly try out a set of these. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to try and pick up a set of these and give them a go, I think. Yeah, so I am so curious about these now and uh, yeah. Very curious. And you know, curiosity killed the cat and everything. But yeah, I will definitely have a go at these, I think, in future. And uh, yeah, I will also make a video of the experience as well. Why not? Uh, So yeah, if you want to check that out, you can go and have a look at it on Patreon. Of course, it'll be on our Patreon page for you guys to check out over there. Uh, Big Rab trying to muscle his way with a a set of uh, 3D printed bagpipes. Uh, But yeah, it will see the light of day eventually, but it will definitely hit our Patreon page first. There you go. (laughs) There you are. So a massive shout out to David. Thank you for taking time to chat to us on the pod this week, mate. And uh, yeah, such an incredible idea. Uh, Go and check out the website at your leisure, folks. Definitely worth a gander. All right. Well, that's it for episode 299. That's hard to believe, isn't it? Another episode in the can, as they say. And next week, we have the big one, episode 300. Now, I have said uh, that if you do want to get in so many well wishes, any voicemails, anything like that, then please do get them into us quickly uh, as you can. Because, yeah, I think up till about the 7th of October uh, is the deadline. Uh, because, yeah, that episode's almost pretty much finished by now. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out to episode 300 next week. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, 
quite a huge milestone for all of us on the Rab Show team. Um, not to be sneezed at. But hey, that's episode 299. Not to be sneezed at. <laughs> Thank you all for downloading this week and each and every week. And please do tell your friends about our wee show and what we're doing over here. And we're talking about our love of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people each and every week. Don't forget to check us out on all of our socials and, of course, on our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show uh, every Tuesday night live at 7pm UK time on Fuse FM Balamoney. Pumping out the bagpiping goodness, baby. Yeah, we had quite a good show this past week, actually. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, so, right, we will see you all on the pod next week for quite a huge milestone, episode 300. Until then, we will see you all then. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.